this evening may be holy, good and peaceful. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As our evening prayer rises before you, O God, so may your mercy come down upon us to cleanse our hearts and set us free to sing your praise, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Psalm 74 O God, why have you utterly disowned us? Why does your anger burn against the sheep of your Shattered the hearts of 
The first reading is from the book of Genesis, beginning at chapter 43, verse 16. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Bring the men into the house, and slaughter an animal, and make ready, for the men are to dine with me at noon. The man did as Joseph said, and brought the men to Joseph's house. Now the men were afraid because they were brought to Joseph's house, and they said, It is because of the money replaced in our sacks the first time that we have been brought in, so that he may have an opportunity to fall upon us, to make slaves of us, and take our donkeys. So they went up to the steward of Joseph's house and spoke with him at the entrance to the house. They said, O oh my Lord, we came down the first time to buy food, and when we came to the lodging place, we opened our sacks, and there was each one's money in the top of his sack, our money in full weight. So we have brought it back with us. Moreover, we have brought down with us additional money to buy food. We do not know who puts our money in our sacks. He replied, Rest assured, do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father must have put treasure in your sacks for you. I received your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. When the steward had brought the men into Joseph's house and given them water and they had washed their feet, and when he had given their donkeys fodder, they made the present ready for Joseph's coming at noon, for they had heard that they would dine there. When Joseph came home, they brought him the present that they had carried into the house and bowed to the ground before him. He inquired about their welfare and said, Is your father well, the old man of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? They said, Your servant, our father, is well, and he is still alive. And they bowed their heads and did obeisance. Then he looked up and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me? God be gracious to you, my son. With that, Joseph hurried out because he was overcome with affection for his brother, and he was about to weep. 
so he went into a private room and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, and controlling himself, he said, Serve the meal. They served him by himself and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination to the Egyptians. When they were seated before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth, the men looked at one another in amazement. Portions were taken to them from Joseph's table, but Benjamin's portion was five times as much as any of theirs. So they drank and were merry with him. Christ committed no sin. No guile was found on his lips. Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, no guile was found on his lips. When he was reviled, he did not revile in turn. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but he trusted himself to God who judges justly. Christ himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Christ committed no sin, no guile was found on his lips. The second reading is from the letter to the Hebrews, beginning at chapter 1, verse 1. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the worlds. He is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being, and he sustains all things by his powerful word. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you? Or again, I will be his father and he will be my son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, He makes his angels wings and his servants flames of fire. But of the son, he says, your throne, O God, is for ever and ever, and the righteous scepter is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore God, your God, has appointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And, in the beginning, Lord, you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like clothing, 
Like a cloak you will roll them up, and like clothing they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will never end. But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? Are not all angels spirits in the divine service, sent to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. Be not far from me, O my God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God.
Let us pray to the Father. This evening and every evening, we are invited to pray for peace and for individuals and their needs. In a moment of silence, let us invite the peace of Christ into our hearts, our homes, our communities, and our world. And during this season of Lent, we continue to pray each day for all preparing for baptism and confirmation, for all who serve through leadership, for all who are looking for forgiveness, for those misled by the false gods of this present age, and for all who are hungry. Send forth your strength, O God. Establish, Establish what, what you have wrought in us. Uphold all those who fall, and, and raise up those who are bowed down. Open the eyes of the blind, and, and set, set the, the prisoners, prisoners free. Sustain the orphan and widow, and, and give food to those who hunger. Grant them the joy of your help again, and sustain them with your spirit. O Lord, judge the peoples, and take all nations for your own. Let us commend ourselves and all for whom we pray to the mercy and protection of God. Almighty God, you show to those who are in error the light of your truth that they may return to the way of righteousness. Grant to all those who are admitted into the fellowship of Christ's religion, that they may reject those things that are contrary to their profession and follow all such things as are agreeable to the same. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Amen. Trusting in the compassion of God, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, 
now and forever. Amen. Amen.